Whether you're up above in the sky where the birds fly high, or you're down below where the flowers grow, connecting as one under the same sun. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Listen Well, a Lovewell podcast. The Lovewell Institute for the Creative Arts is an arts education not-for-profit where students from around the world have been conceiving, writing, and performing original full-length musicals since 1989. It's May, Lovewell community, which means the start of our Lovewell season is upon us. Later this month, we'll be kicking off the 2019 season in Hoxie, Kansas, then we are off to the races as we make our way across the world to create brand new musicals. Tonight, we've got a new episode in our Lovewell Rewind series where we take a look back at musicals from the Lovewell Vault with interviews from original creators and the complete audio of the show. Tonight's very special musical is our first Listen Well look at a Lovewell Junior show, Under the Weather, a musical to fall for. Written by the students and staff of Lovewell Fort Lauderdale Junior Session 1 back in 2013. Here's the official synopsis of that show. Way up in the clouds lies the factory where weather is made. The factory runs off of water shipments sent up from land. People on land, unaware of the weather workers up above, are becoming careless with their environment. This causes the quality of water being sent up into the clouds to become worse and worse. After a giant oil spill generated by a selfish oil tycoon, the citizens of Cloud City have had enough. They decide to create a storm and scare the polluters on land. However, the storm backfires, sending members of Cloud City down to Earth. They must now find a way back to the clouds. Before that happens, the land and Cloud citizens must learn to work together and solve their pollution problem. Remember, this show was completely written by the students that you'll hear performing it. With the help of their staff, they brainstormed every plot point, came up with every melody, wrote every scene, and choreographed every dance. For the first time ever on Listen Well, a Love Well podcast, you will hear a musical written by the students and staff of one of our junior programs. Students entering 4th grade through 8th grade have been working with Lovewell to create powerful, hysterical, and endlessly sincere musicals for years now. Under the Weather was chosen to be the first junior musical to be rebroadcast because it holds a special place in the Lovewell history books. Throughout our organization, the students and staff have been asked to do so much. But every once in a while, a special group of people is asked to bring even more to the table. After years of junior workshops running for four weeks under the weather, was the first to start the new tradition of junior shows also being created in just three weeks like their teen counterparts. I remember sitting in that audience clear as day and being knocked nearly out of my seat by what the students and staff had created. The show was painstakingly funny with one of the most heartfelt messages I'd ever seen in any show. Under the weather, its dynamic students and its incredible staff with a friendship forged in the fires of nonstop creativity are simply among the most enjoyable theatrical experiences you're ever bound to have. Now, you hear from me all the time, so let's shake things up a bit. 
Joining us now to talk about their experience creating Under the Weather, here are the show's co-musical directors, Jacob Jeffries and Andy Gilbert. Jacob, welcome back to the show. Under the Weather, the punniest name in the universe. (laughs) What a great show. Under the Weather, a show about the people who control the elements of planet Earth's weather systems. It was a show about climate change written in 2013 by students under the age of 13. Can't really get any cooler than that. After revisiting the show, watching it, I remembered how great these group of, this, this specific group of students um, was and how they stayed together for so long throughout the teen program. And it's just crazy to see how far they've come and how much they've grown together. Um, throughout the Lovewell processes. Under the Weather was a blast. The music was rad. Andy Gilbert was an amazing co-music director, and I really love this show. The concept is crazy wise for a bunch of kids to have come up with, and it's really important, and uh, it resonates still today, probably even more seriously and and urgently than it did in 2013. Between Skylar playing a stray cat and the girls at the Grey Cloud Grill, also there was a slide on stage, like a full-fledged playground swirly slide on our stage in a black box theater. That's the best. That was the coolest. That was probably the coolest part of everything of and ever in the history of theater. <laughs> Andy, thanks for joining us on Listen Well for the first time. Oh, man. Under the Weather was an incredible Loveville Junior show. Um, yeah, so um, my name's Andrew Gilbert. I was um, I worked on the music staff for that show with, with Jacob. And uh, I just remember that, that show having such a unique sound to it. And so playing it was, of course, a joy. I think the thing that really made it stand out uh, for me, for these students at least, was that uh, I had just such a root in, in education and in a topical um, current event fear that we're all that we all deal with all the time, which is climate change and, and the damage that that we can tend to do to the planet when we let greed get in the way. And for these young students, as young as middle school and younger, to play with that kind of content and have an insight on on something like that is um, just absolutely incredible. So I, I think that's kind of what makes it one of my favorite shows. Thank you both. Couldn't have said it better myself. Now it's time for this month's interviews. Our two guests this evening are seasoned Lovewell veterans and current Lovewell students near and dear to all of our hearts. We couldn't all be in the same room, so we'll be utilizing our traditional zigzag interview format. Be sure to stick around for intermission tonight. We have tons of important announcements to share. Now, please make sure your seatbelts are fastened because otherwise this interview will knock you right on the floor. We are thrilled to welcome Katie Hodes and Riley Berger to the show for the very first time. Katie, thanks so much for joining us on Listen Well for our first ever Junior Rewind. Hi, Tyler. Thanks so much for having me. Hi, Riley. Hi, everybody listening at home. Riley, welcome. Hi, Tyler. Hi, Katie. Hi, everyone out there. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Now, Katie, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about what you've been up to lately? 
So I'm currently a junior at North Broward Preparatory School. Um, I've been involved with a lot of the lower school shows this year, um, helping backstage and with tech. I even stage managed one of the shows, and I just finished assistant directing the middle school production of Beauty and the Beast, which was really amazing, and I had such a great time, and I learned so much. So this summer, I'm going to be doing Teen Session 1 Fort Lauderdale, as always, and I'm actually going to be going to Sweden to do the Sweden um, teen program, which I am so beyond excited about. Um, I really can't wait. I I don't know what to expect, but I'm so excited. And Riley's going too, which is just going to be so much fun. Riley, it's your turn. Tell our listeners a little bit about what you've been up to lately. Just recently, I actually had my directorial debut at my school, and we put up High School Musical on stage uh, about a week ago now, and it was one of the most rewarding experiences of my life. Um, I also am the president of the theater troupe at Cooper City High School, and I love it, and I'm so grateful that I get to do what I love with them every day. And I'm super excited to um, come back to Lovewell this summer. I'll be a student in Fort Lauderdale during session one. And I'm really, really excited to head over to Lovewell Sweden this summer, um, which I have been wanting to do probably since under the weather. So why don't you both take a moment to walk us through your history as Lovewell Lights? Katie, you can go first. My family heard about Lovewell through one of my sister's really good friends who had been doing it for a while, and my sister started getting involved, and then when she moved up to teens, then I started doing Lovewell. Um, Under the Weather was actually my third show with Lovewell. I started in 2012 with Rewind, um, and then I just kept going every session since then. So I was in juniors up until 2015. That was my last junior show, which was The Curse of Concordia. And then I entered teens and ended this summer, this previous summer with um, Axel Falls. So I've been involved in 14 level shows and seven sessions. So yeah, I've been around for quite a while. <laughs> Riley, what about you? Yeah, so Under the Weather was my first show, and I'm so happy that that was my first show. I actually heard about Lovewell um, from one of the teachers at my school whose daughter had attended Lovewell a few years um, before I was going to start, and she had heard that I was looking for a place to spend my summers, Um, and it was actually the media specialist at my elementary school. And she had known me since second grade, so this is like fifth grade now. And she recommended that um, me and my mom look into Lovewell, which we did. Uh, And so I signed up, I applied, and I started as a junior in 2013 with Under the Weather. And I continued my Lovewell journey. Um, I'm still continuing that journey. I ended up doing five shows as a junior. And um, I've done six shows as a team uh, and counting. And um, this summer will be my seventh at Lovewell. And I know that there will be many, many more because Lovewell has really just become a second home for me. Um, And I'm so grateful uh, to that teacher for 
introducing me to this community and I'm so glad that it has continued to welcome me with open arms. I mentioned this earlier in the episode, but I remember sitting in the audience for this show and just being totally blown away by so much. But to this day, the thing that I'm most struck by is the plotting and the action of the show. Katie, what was it like piecing all of that together as such young students? You're definitely right when you say that this show had a very intricate plot and series of actions. And I remember sitting in the brainstorming circle and all of us throwing out very different ideas. But as soon as one person said, weather making machine in the clouds, it was pretty clear that that's the direction that the show was going to go in. Um, And that's when all of us pretty much started throwing in our own ideas. And it kind of got very messy around what the plot was going to be. But thankfully, that's when the staff stepped in and helped us compile all our ideas into one comprehensive storyline that we could all follow and understand. And I think that's really one of the biggest differences between the junior program and the teen program is the staff's involvement. Because in the teen program, the staff is more there as guides to help the teens form their show and write their show. Where in juniors... Um, The staff is there to pull it out of the kids in some way, um, where they help write and create the plot, but also they have to take all these kids' ideas and try to fit it into the plot, which is a very hard thing to do, but they're always great at doing that, and it always turns out to be amazing. Riley, a similar question. Explain how the plot of this show came together in your own words. And maybe you can elaborate on how the brainstorming process is different between junior and teen workshops. If I remember correctly, Under the Weather started as a what if question. And that initial spark was what if there is a city up in the clouds that produces our weather for us. And that got a lot of us sort of excited about um, creating this society that lives right above our own and how that sort of relationship works. Um, Something that we highlighted in that show was sort of the parallels between the two cities and how they connect to each other, specifically talking about pollution and a lot of sort of environmental problems that have become really relevant today, actually, with Um, the banning on plastic straws and this push to clean our air, clean our water, um, which is just something interesting. But um, in that process, I remember uh, the staff asked us a lot of questions about what was important to us and and why this story. And, And I remember a lot of us being upset at the fact that there was so much pollution in our world. And and that's sort of what this show ended up being about. is, is cleaning up after yourself, which which as a as a 10 year old or 11 year old sharing that with the world was really exciting. Um, and how it's different from a teen brainstorming is that it's not as different as I thought it would be. I remember going into teens for my first session and being absolutely terrified that I wouldn't know what to do or that I'd get lost or or everybody would be talking about things that I wouldn't understand. Um, but in reality, it's, it's a very similar process that 
each group goes through. Um, it's just a lot of times um, in juniors, what is super fun about it is that all of us in the junior program are so imaginative with these ways to express the same story that the teens may be telling, um, but that is typically told in a much more realistic way. Um, so as a junior, you get to have a lot more fun with it. You get to sort of be crazy and and throw anything you want to up there. And, and it's such a sort of like creative space to work in. Um, and as a teen, you sort of get to hone in on that creativity and figure out what's working best and what is it that is most important to tell. Um, and I think that there's good and bad things with both of those things. Uh, because if I hadn't gone through the junior program, I, I definitely wouldn't be like the creator or the artist that I am today because you get to think outside the box and you get to sort of just do what you want and tell your story the way that you want to tell it. At the end, like you all come together to form this final product and regardless of whether you're eight or 18, it's such a, a moving process and it's so important and it it really is life-changing. I feel like I've said that like 10 times, but but it's it's something that it's hard to put into words, but that it, it's it's really important. And I think with this show, sort of guiding the movement of our story through what was important to us as students and what we saw as a problem in our world and our sort of creative interpretation of that problem, making it more physical, uh, that was something that was really cool about this show that I really enjoyed. Katie, talk to us about the music in the show. What did it sound like? What did it feel like? How did it all help tell the story? And then if you can elaborate on how the songwriting process is different between junior and teen workshops, that would be great. 100% the music in the show was amazing. I still remember all the words to all the songs and me and my friends who were in the show and some who even weren't in the show still sing these songs when we're at level and it's just so fun to remember them. I think my favorite song in the show was the 11 o'clock number because that song really just th pulled our whole show together and talked about the message that our whole show was about and it was just a, such a beautiful song and to this day is one of my favorite songs that's ever been in a level show. And the sound of our show was actually not like a lot of other shows where we had a mix of funky music and some really happy music and some really like sad and emotional songs, which was kind of different from what Junior had been doing the last show that I have previously been in. So that was a really fun new experience for me to be a part of. The writing process in Teen and Junior is actually not as different as one might think if they haven't done level before usually we start with either a word bank or an idea of what we want the song to be about and we kind of bounce off from there i think in juniors it's much more staff driven where the music director will come up with a melody or a tune that they want to start thinking about and then the kids sort of start shouting out ideas 
and it kind of rolls from there. Whereas in teens, um, some of the teens even try and create a tune or a melody with the music director, which is also always welcome in juniors. It's just more of the teens play instruments usually. Um, but the process is usually the same. It's just the way that it starts might be a little different, which what comes first or what if it was a, if a staff member or a student comes up with the melody or something like that. But they're always really fun, really creative, and the music staff always does a great job trying to incorporate everyone's ideas and blending everything together. Riley, can you remember a moment from the under the weather process where you felt like there's no way I can do that, only to find out that you could? So this moment actually comes before the process even started. It was the first day of Lovewell, my first ever day. And me and my mom got to the Don Taft University Center and we were surrounded by, by this mob of people hugging each other and greeting each other, running into their arms and, and being so happy to be around each other. And I remember walking in and being like, oh my gosh, everyone knows everybody and I don't know any of these people. And little 10 year old me was really nervous to jump into that situation and to sort of take that risk and, and let loose with people who, most of which I had never met before. I think I went into the process knowing two people. Um, but by the end of that day, I had made 19 new friends and I would just continue to make more throughout the process. Um, and that was something that for me still, even looking back is sort of one of like the defining moments of Lovewell for me is being accepted into that community and then coming back the second summer and being one of those people who was hugging and screaming and running into other people's arms of friends who I hadn't seen all year. Um, and so that was something that I was initially very worried about was sort of the more like social aspect per se of, of making those friends and those relationships. Um, but it's definitely something that Lovewell nurtures and that is, it's so easy to make happen. Um, and I'm so grateful that it did because my lifelong friends have gone to Lovewell and continue to go to Lovewell and I continue to see them every summer and it's part of what makes the summer the best part of the entire year is seeing those people that on that first day of Lovewell back in 2013 I thought were crazy like how can you love somebody this much but you really can and and yeah you know, it's hard for me to think back to a time when the two of you weren't Lovewell students, but Under the Weather was only six years or seven summers ago. Katie, what were some of your first Lovewell impressions during Under the Weather, and how have you seen them change or be proven throughout the years? As you said, yes, I've been in Lovewell for a very long time, and it's just become such an important thing in my life, and I'm so grateful that I get to call it my second home. Um, Under the Weather was actually a different experience than my previous shows that I had done in Lovewell so far, where 
The shows that I had done before were kind of smaller casts, and it was my first year, so I didn't really know what to expect. Going into Under the Weather, I had a little bit more of an idea because I had already done a couple shows, um, but it was a very different experience. It was a bigger cast and a lot of newer kids that I had never seen in a show before, which was exciting, and it was exciting to have new ideas, new people, um, to be thrown into the brainstorming circle. So that was really fun. It was also a chance for me to try new a new character idea because I originally did not like the idea for Under the Weather actually. And I remember not, um, not knowing what character I wanted to play because I wasn't super into the idea. But usually as it happens, once I found my character, I really, really got into the show and it ended up being one of my favorites that I've ever done. So I think this was one of the shows that I really understood how much your character can impact your experience overall in the show and your experience writing the show. And I think that's a really important lesson for someone to know who's in acting or wants to start acting, that it's it's really all about the character and if you have fun with it. And I think that's just such an important lesson, and I'm so glad that I learned that from this show. Riley, Under the Weather was the first show for a lot of our students who have recently had their last summer or are nearing their final summers as students. What about your current group of peers do you think makes you all such great collaborators? I think something that really makes the group of collaborators and peers that I've been so lucky to be able to work with so special and so unique is the level of trust that we have with each other. And I think part of that comes from growing up with each other, from being 10 years old to in the junior program to being close to graduating or graduating from high school. Um, within a year or two of each other and seeing each other change and grow as people, as artists, as creators, and allowing ourselves to grow. Um, and I think another thing that has really made us sort of bond as a group and and work together so well is that so many of us have different strengths and different abilities and and none of nobody is trying to be exactly like somebody else. Um, I think that that's something that a lot of teenagers struggle with and I and I know that that's something that I struggle with too, but I think among us and and within Lovewell, it's something that we can leave at the door and it's something we look at as a community as not worth the time or the energy um and i think that i've been lucky enough to work with people who who embrace me for my strengths and for my weaknesses and and i hope that i've done the same to them and i think that that sort of acceptance of each other that trust that we've built as well as our openness to new ideas um and to new people and to new ways to do things has has really made us grow as a, a micro community of sorts. Um, and even just like growing up alongside some current staff members has, has made that community just that much more interconnected and that much more involved, not only in, in 
in the final product, but in the process itself. Um, and that focus on the process, I believe, is what truly makes a great level show in making sure that leading up to it is as perfect and perfectly challenging in any way that it could be. All right, this next question is for both of you, and we ask everyone who appears on the show this question. How do you use Lovewell in your everyday life? Katie? I use Lovewell all the time in my daily life. The affirmations are a big thing that have been ingrained into my brain and in my soul. And definitely if I'm having a bad day or a stressful day, or I just need to remind myself that everything's good and I'm calm, I'll say those affirmations in my head. I'll say a certain one if if applies to a certain situation that I'm in and those have definitely really helped me through the years. I think also the friendships and relationships that I've built at Lovewell with my with the fellow students or even with the staff have really um, given me support through the years and I, I've always really loved that about Lovewell is the connections that you build with other people and I always know that if I'm ever feeling down or I just want to talk to someone, I can always go to one of my level friends or I can go to one of the staff members if I want advice or I need help with something and they're always going to be there for me. And the level community is such an amazing place that almost anywhere you go, you're going to meet someone who has some connection to love well or is willing to learn about love well. And it's just such an amazing thing. And I'm so grateful that I have that in my life. How about you, Riley? I use Lovewell almost every day because it has taught me how to work with others and how to think in the solution rather than think in the problem. Um, because you'll never be able to write and produce a show in three weeks if all you are thinking about is what's going wrong. And so whether it's in group projects, in theater at my school, um, in writing a research paper or and basically anything that I do, taking that approach and realizing that collaboration is the most effective way to do something has really changed my life for the better. And just looking at um, sort of the friendships that I've made and the connections that I have made in this community that I now have to reach out to and to help me when I need it and to help them when they need it has made me a better person, not just an artist. Um, and something that I use from Lovewell is the affirmations. Um, sometimes I get really stressed. And so when I do, it always helps me to go back to those affirmations. Um, one of my favorites is all my needs will always be supplied by my understanding of creativity because it reminds me that that I have the power to take care of myself um, and that my understanding of creativity, which is something that's so broad and, and so sort of hard to grasp, can help me to overcome anything that I may need to. Anything else you'd like to share, Katie? One of my favorite Lovewell memories of all time is actually from this show, um, in this show, I was a news reporter with Dylan Olster and Izzy Frazier, and there was a time when we were writing the song um, Island of Fiji, which is just a really silly song that's in the show, and I remember sitting 
outside the writing room that everybody else was sitting in and we were just trying to come up with a silly song that we could sing and I don't know where it came from or I don't remember any of it but all I remember is laughing hysterically with writing the lyrics of this song and coming up with a melody and it's still one of my favorite songs to sing because it was just such a silly song and nobody really knew where it came from or why we needed it in the show but everybody loved it and we all sang it backstage and it was just a fun writing experience and I love thinking about that if I'm ever having a stressful time in a writing room where I can just remember that sometimes the best songs come from the silliest writing rooms and it's okay to have fun when you're trying to do something you're trying to get work done it's okay to have fun and goof around a little bit so that's really one of my favorite memories that i have from this show and from Wellball overall riley anything else you'd like to share love well and i think under the weather in particular really showed me how working together and working on the parts maybe individually to work towards a common goal can be so beneficial. I remember choreographing numbers in a little six in the little six by six box between the two doors to the rehearsal room. And I think that that just really shows that everyone really wants to make the process and the production as best they can be. And that makes Lovewell so special because everyone's working towards a common goal and there's no way you can fail when you have 20 to 40 minds working towards the same thing. Thank you both so much. Take care. Huge thanks to Katie and Riley. Oh, the show is about to begin. All right now, please, no talking during the show. Unwrap any hard candies now and take as many pictures as you'd like because the actors are at places and the curtain is rising for Under the Weather. A musical to fall for. Yeah.
Howard today. Some hurricane wings. You'll split bamboo with the panda. 
thermometer. Here. Thermometer. Here. I'm Barbara Waters, here reporting live at the at Thistle Laboratories, here to speak with Dr. Nancy Thistle regarding her recent findings. She has developed a few theories that would help explain these strange weather conditions. Let's get a closer look. <laughs> Hello. How are you doing today? Good. That's completely unrelated to the topic at hand. <laughs> How do you feel about these strange weather conditions? Well, Emma. Well, it obviously has something to do with the sun or the water. The sun could be changing the atmosphere all around us. It could be shrinking, making it colder, allowing for the water to turn into ice. We all know the water cycle. Precipitation, evaporation, condensation, and all over again. But what if the water pressure is changing, allowing the water particles to freeze more easily, making it snow in summer instead of raining? I feel like there's something we're still missing. Some component. I still don't know what it could be, though. Well, first of all, I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs>
Excuse me. <laughs> I'm not too sure where I am. I was just cleaning my paws when all of a sudden it started raining and I felt really hard. Pretty sure I'm down to eight lives. Oh, you poor little cat, do you need some water? <laughs> do I need some water? Your puddle of water out there is dirtier than my dad's litter box. I'll go get you, I'll go get you some water. Do you have a home? Well, technically, I'm on a whole new life. I think I'll make this my home. This is no place for a home, trust me. You can follow me. I'll take you to my garden, but you have to make sure you don't tell anyone about it. If my boss finds out I'm doing anything beneficial to the earth, I'll be able to have a job. Well, your secret's safe with me, but you shouldn't hide your garden. It could help clean this nasty air. I'm afraid there isn't a garden big enough to fix the damage she's caused. I could help. I could just eat all the garbage. This garbage? With stuff this toxic, you'll be out of lies before you can say? Exactly. <laughs>
purify the water. I'm sick and tired of working hard and running around. Life seems so much easier down on the ground. You never seem to worry about pollution. Then you better find a solution. When hands are small, my legs are numb. I can't feel my feet. I moved up to the point.
they've ever seen. Isn't that kind of dangerous? If that's what we have to do, we'll do it. All in? Let's, Let's do it!
Listen, if you want to do it your own way, you can just leave. Fine, have it your way. It just doesn't make any sense. My barometer is all over the map. Mom, I think I might have figured it out. Not now. Nobody asked you. Fine, then. you enjoyed act one of under the weather for tonight's brief intermission we'd like to remind you of some of the exciting things happening in the lovewell community registration is still open for all of our 2019 season of workshops around the globe between florida kansas ohio new york and sweden you have 15 different opportunities to create new works of musical theater this summer scholarship applications are also available for all of our programs it's never been easier to book your spot on this summer's musical theater writing adventure. You can apply now at www.lovewell.org apply. As always, we'll be posting new episodes of Listen Well, a Lovewell podcast on the first Thursday of every month. So be sure to subscribe and you'll never miss an episode. 
Next month's episode is our last before we go on our summer hiatus. While we're creating musicals around the globe, we'll do our best to keep you updated, so be on the lookout for special content throughout June, July, and August. If you're listening to this on SoundCloud, we are also available on Spotify and iTunes, where you can leave a rating and a review as well. If you like this show, let us know. Ooh, the lights just flickered. It's time to get back to the show. Please enjoy Act 2 of Under the Weather. City. I think we're somewhere under the rainbow. <laughs> what happened? What are we doing here? The storm we created the storm we created was too big and the clouds parted and we literally fell. So we're on land? Well, we definitely fell from above, so this must be the surface. <laughs> Thanks, Captain Obvious. This is obviously the surface. Except for, I didn't think it would be this ugly. Is that a mountain made of trash? Is that a bucket of radioactive waste? <laughs> and a swamp monster? Holy cow, it's moving! Meow? I never knew swamp monsters meowed. You learn something new every day. Wait a second. I recognize this swamp monster. It's Smokey the Cat. She's missing since that free cat and dog downpour incident. Ah, my factory friends. What are you doing here? This place is dangerous. Watch your set me up and I'll show you around. Over there are shards of glass. No, don't eat those. Something they don't teach you in class. And over there is my pile of nails. Does everything here kill you? Pretty much. <laughs> Especially these days. I don't think the humans realize the damage they're doing to Earth and each other. It would explain why I'm down to five or six lives now. Why are you copying me? Why 
Why are you copying me? Emma, I'm glad you're okay, but where's your mother? I have a few choice words for her. Can I just... I from... Is it dead? No, I think he just fainted. But what was he going to say, though? Has he seen you guys before? Maybe he saw us... Falling. Falling? From where? Well, from the sky. We fell from the clouds. <laughs> huh? Kind of complicated. Yeah, it sounds like it to me. But if there's one person who can figure it out, it's my mom. She's a scientist. Let's go find her back at the lab. Pete, wake up. Follow me. Oh, I knew you guys were real.
degree from one of the world's top universities. And you think that people can just fall from the sky?
time I saw this where it's always been, next to the diamond suit of Dorothy show. Well, it's not here now. Panda, did you, you see where it went? No, but the pantry's been gone since yesterday. Gone? What do you mean gone? How can the pantry just be gone? Oh, man, I had a whole box of cloud puffs in there. <laughs> <laughs> How can you be thinking of food at a time like this, you nitwit? Our home is falling apart. Look, there goes the pool house. What's next, the sunroom? I won't have it. I won't just stand here and watch my life evaporate before my eyes. Panda? Why do you have that guilty look on your face? You know something, don't you? What are you hiding? Hey, go easy on the pin. <laughs>
We're on land! My kingdom's beauty exceeds this dump by miles. You're useless, so you stay here. I'm off to find the ruler of this place. <laughs> Excuse me. Just a quick question. Where are we? Well, you're outside of my boss as well. My ex-boss's power plant. I know how you feel. My wife, a.k.a. my ruler, bosses me around. <laughs> bosses me around all the time. Someone as evil as her shouldn't be the ruler of a whole city. Sit queen of a city? What city? Cloud city, up in the clouds. My wife, my panda, and I just jumped down to find our fellow cloud people. She's off to find your ruler now. Well, I don't know too much about this cloud city, but it seems like our evil rulers are meant for each other. It's nice to finally meet someone that'll listen to me. There was my friends, the local scientists, trying to solve this whole mess. Come on, I'll show you. <laughs> wow, that was easy.
Horse or Panda are gone, vanished into thin air, just like their castle. All that's left is a diamond-studded doily shell. <laughs> he did? You know what that means, right? We're the only ones left here. It's only a matter of time before the factory and the grill go down, too. The clouds are vanishing faster and faster. Oh, no. We'll be out of a job and nowhere to dish the dirt. Besides, it's not, there's nothing to gossip about with ev without everyone there. flipping burgers, right? Right. Everyone in? Let's go! You think you got it bad? 
Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Did you just say, you mean to tell me that you jumped down here from the clouds? Yeah, I'll believe that when they domesticate pandas. Actually, my panda jumped down here with me. <laughs> I need a nap. Before you commence in slumber, I order you to take me to your leader. Order me? Take you to the leader? I am the leader, and this is my power plant. seem to have fallen down here, and I need you to find them, or else all of Cloud City will evaporate. Honestly, Queen, I couldn't care less about your Cloud City. But with those diamonds of yours, I think we'll work very well together. Working together, we'll conquer it all. I'll be richer than every bank. Maybe this world isn't so small. When I get home, I have you to thank. You.
What comes up must come down. Blah, blah, blah. Sabi, sabi, sabi. We all forget each other. Great. But I have the real solution. But if you want to hear it. us up in the clouds. We're asking you to take care of your land and water. Yeah! <laughs> you can't keep ruining the environment because of your selfishness. We all have to do our part, including you. Please, I'm on my last life here, meow. <laughs> oh, poor kitty. <laughs> Let me think about it. No! Why should I take advice from a bunch of children and a cat? <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. I am not a child. I'm 12. And where I come from, that's a man. Oh, <laughs> 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 man, you're a joke. This whole thing is a joke. Me, myself, and my money is all that matters. Have you no hot? <laughs> This Justin, Dr. Pollution is wanted by the police for crimes against humanity. Oh. Million dollar award, huh? Oh. Citizens arrest. Oh. <laughs> gotta go. Yeah. Gotcha. No. Girls, Glenn, we're going to Fiji. Yes. Oh, right. <laughs> 
I that evil? It's never too late to change. All we need is a little respect at the factory. I was so caught up in my perfect world that I lost sight of being kind. I'm sorry to all of you. Life in the clouds feel like living on cloud nine. <laughs> well, what about the people down here on Earth? I think I can take care of that. I've learned a lot about running a business from Dr. Ushin. Mostly, what not to do. I've always dreamed of turning Ushin oil into a solar power plant. I can finally show off my garden and not be ashamed. We need to keep a line of communication between here and the in clouds. We need each other. But how? We've never been able to contact you in the past. The Gruel Girls. Well, that was easy. Fascinating. Somehow these cloudlings have intercepted our TV stations here on Earth. Are you all okay down there? When are you coming back up? We're much better at flipping burgers than we are at running a factory. I think I'm ready to go home. 
But how? I think I know a way, but I need you, girl girls. Of course you do. I'm better now. I've changed. I promise. In my office, there's an emergency evaporation station. Press the button and a dense fog will come and take us all up back to the clouds. I want it. We promise we won't let you down. Thank you, all of you. Everyone ready? Here I'll, we go. I'll think of you all every time I look up at the clouds. They will call things.
Thank you all for joining us for tonight's episode of Listen Well, a Lovewell podcast. Special thanks again to Katie and Riley for joining us at Lovewell HQ for their great interview. Be sure to subscribe and we will save your seat for next time. Until then, this is Tyler Grimes reminding you to listen well, create well, love well. Good night. Oh, <laughs>